You're listening to part one of my interview with TV producer, personality, and vintage LA founder, Allison Martino. In part one, Allison shares a rare behind-the-scenes story of her father singer, actor Al Martino, and Marlon Brando as they prepared their famous scene in The Godfather 1. Look for part two when Allison returns to Once a Pot of Time in Hollywood to discuss the gentrification and the disappearance of vintage Sunset Strip and other iconic Hollywood haunts of the past. Allison Martino, welcome to Once a Pot a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I love the name of the podcast. Thank you. Thank <laughs> it's you. Perfect. It's trademarked it's too. It's great. Right? Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you for being on. It's a pleasure to to have you here Thank today. Thank you. Yeah. So I I first want to talk to you and and talk, let me know about this because Hollywood celebrity celluloid produces mm-hmm. offspring, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so what I want to ask you about your father, Al Martina, the singer and actor. Sure. Does that bother you, though, when you're asked about your father? No. I, I wish he was alive to see kind of what I've been doing. We, would he <laughs> be proud? Because he wasn't, yeah. you know, he, he, when, I, when he was alive, I hadn't quite created this vintage L.A. And um, he saw s- some of my career. He saw the Mysteries and Scandals and when I was at E! And he was really proud, Dad, and all that. But no, I don't mind talking about him at all because I miss him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was. Uh, he had a great voice, and I, I think I told you when we spoke earlier that mm-hmm. I was a 15-year-old boy mm-hmm. driving around El Central California <laughs> in my mom's LTD, Ford LTD, Crown Victoria, and I had the Godfather 3 soundtrack. And the two favorite songs were... Uh, Promise Me You'll Remember by Harry Connick Jr. And your father's song. Mm-hmm. What was the name of that to song? To Each His Own. To Each His Own. It yeah. was a great song, and he sung it in the movie. So. Yes. And what a weirdo I was. What 15-year-old no, drives no, no, around no, listening to, that. to that, Each His Own? No, no, no. Don't say that. It's, it's a good thing. <laughs> no, no, no. So um, I knew I loved vintage and old Hollywood when yes. I was a kid. So so tell us about, just so for our younger listeners who, who may not be as familiar with the Godfather's which they should be. If they're not, shame on them. <laughs> exactly. The classics, The Godfather <laughs> 1. Your father played Johnny Fontaine, mm-hmm. who was, tell us. Well, he was, um, there was a book, The Godfather. I mean, a lot of people who know the movie may not even know the book, but the book Mario was Puzo. popular by Mario Puzo, right. and it was a big part of that book was about Johnny Fontaine and how a singer who has connections to the mob can get into the movies and many other favors. <laughs> right. um, so when the movie was adapted into a screenplay, there was a buzz around town of who is going to play Johnny Fontaine. And this is around 1970-ish, you know, because it took a couple years for the movie to be made. My dad was friendly with Phyllis McGuire of the McGuire Sisters, right. who was dating Sam Giancana. Oh. Um, anyway, just because there's all this like kind of mob stuff on the side that, yeah. um, and anyway, they uh, they went to dinner one night and and he said, "There's a part in this movie that's coming out, and it's you. It's 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 you." Because um, my dad had some issues with the mafia in the '50s with his record contract and had to escape, and <laughs> his whole other story um, and leave for you know. Anyway, he felt that this part was a way to escape by his past come to terms with it and, and, and work and have a part where he could actually relate to this scene. Yeah. And so he got the part and it created a whole bunch of issues. <laughs> but um, he, yeah, he played, he, he's in a pivotal scene because it's the first time 
Marlon Brando says, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. So it's a pivotal scene that sort of sets up what the Don's connections really are. And and as for anyone that hasn't seen it, I don't want to give away yeah. something that happens yeah. in a bed. <laughs> but right. um, it's, it's, it's just classic. And I don't think he had any idea making that movie it would be what it has become today. Yeah. I don't think they knew then. My my dad said he he kind of knew when photographers were not allowed on the set and it was a closed set and that meant buzz was going around and the studios were kind of keeping it like quiet and they didn't want any information about the movie getting out. I think that's when he he thought it was going to be a pretty big movie. Did the, did the mafia have anything really to do with that? I know I've read some accounts or heard some accounts like Johnny Russo talks about the mob I, going I, down. Yeah, and... definitely not commenting on that because um, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all I can say is my dad had his own issues. <laughs> you know, I, I can't speak for anybody else because yeah. it wouldn't be my place. Right. You know, and that's fair. It's a very, very... Um, yeah, don't get us... Uh, yeah, I don't want to get us uh, whacked. <laughs> but at that time when dad got cast, there was no Marlon Brando. There was no... Al Pacino, there was you know no Diane Keaton, no James Caan. That I'm sure you see no screen tests oh, yeah. that are on have, YouTube yeah. that are fascinating. You're right, but um, that's right. You're, there's none of your dad. You're right. He didn't screen test. Didn't, yeah, I mean, he actually yeah. was a name then. And I, you know, as a singer, um, singers back in the late '60s were getting worried about getting really bad reviews because you know Elvis, and right. Bobby Darin, you know, were making these movies that weren't really. Um, critically acclaimed you know so actors were kind of looking down on today singer can do anything i mean any movie his own movie his own production company that back then it was uh i mean even though bob evans says you're in it right um francis ford coppola wasn't attached yet to the movie he was not oh Mm -hmm. interesting no dad was cast first al ruddy and 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 my and bob evans and my dad and became very friendly and socialized a lot before they started doing massive casting Robert Evans was he pretty difficult? No, to deal with? I no. loved him. No, really? I, I, I don't him think well? my father had any issues with Bob Evans at all. Right. Um, and you knew him pretty yeah. well as a child. And my dad up. lived with him in 1952 in really? New York. Yeah. No so they had they had a friend. Good, thank God they had a good friendly relationship. Bob he Evans, knew. we just lost him a, yeah, like a year or two ago, right? I know ago, it's right? terrible. And yeah. I, um, we can go, we can come back to him. Okay, but let's come I, back to him. I love yeah. Robert, and and I think that he knew my dad could deliver, and he, he knew he was a good guy, and he could show up, and you know he was he was you know uh, on time, and you know, yeah. um, and Dad really wanted that part, so he got the part, and then. But just for you the know, people listening, Bob Evans was one of the biggest uh, executives at the time in the seventies who greenlit The Godfather, correct? Yes. And uh, there's a great documentary on Bob Evans. Right, the kid, kid stays, stays in the, in the picture. picture. Yeah, so anyway, I'm. No, it's, we said it yeah. in sync. I yeah. mean, you know, <laughs> and um, and that's funny because my dad was worried he was going to get cut out of the movie because Frank Sinatra was getting very upset about what he was hearing about it. So the kid stayed in the picture. <laughs> you know, it's um, he he was really worried that people would wrongly mistake that he was the basis on this character that went to a mob, you know, Don and and and. Tell him to make an offer you can't refuse as, sorry, I'm going to blow the movie and then a horse's head is in the bed and, you know, Waltz understands now I have to cast him, you know. That's um, that's what Frank was, I think, a little worried about. But it wasn't based on him. It was based on several Italian-American singers. Right. Joey Roselli has stories. I mean, there's a lot of guys like my dad that had, had issues with, with the mob. And, you know, the mafia, I know kind of going back, but the mob controlled a lot of the music business. Right. And the casinos and the nightclubs, 
So guys like my dad knew those guys. And it wasn't because he was a gangster. <laughs> you could be affiliated with the mafia and work for them or be um, be employed. Yeah. You know, casinos in Vegas were all mob guys. You know? Well, yeah. And it's like where I grew up, it was a tough place. I knew drug dealers and we were friendly in passing. Hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> hey, you know, but... Wasn't associated with that. I didn't deal drugs. You knew what yeah. the yeah. It's like he you know. Well, it was it was different times. It was too. just different times. Yeah. And then Dad was obviously now playing in a in a movie pretend mafia. So right. you know it was sort of like uh, okay, well I'm going to take a chance and do this, but let's see where it goes. My dad traveled with Anthony Quinn around the time my dad got the Godfather part, and Anthony got a call that they wanted to cast him as Don Corleone. And Don was uh, well, um, sorry, uh, Anthony wanted a million dollars so that's like 1970 and they're like absolutely not (laughs) cannot get a million dollars so i don't know if he screen test i've never seen it he may have been so hot at the time they were like you don't have to screen test then when marlon you know was was auditioning and can you imagine marlon brando auditioned but thank god he did because he was able to show what he did with his face and his mannerism but he was kind of out at the time too he, he was not like hot a cu- so couple it was, bombs like yeah. with candy and stuff like that yeah he wasn't the hottest at no the time, so because this of, is a new hollywood that was yeah. coming up i mean easy riders sort of changed everything right it's, it's just like once upon a time in hollywood like where rick dalton you know can't keep up with the new hollywood he wants to hang out with the with the Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate, like the new hottest things. So, you know, those actors were coming up in the sort of the Dennis Hopper world of Hollywood. Right. You know? Right. So dad had to, um, well, when Marlon got finally cast, you know, my dad was a little uh, worried about meeting him and doing that scene with him because dad was a huge Marlon fan. So this was massively scary for him, yeah. like, like really terrifying. And he had heard, um, he had heard Marlon say to Francis, um, "Who's next?" Because they were banging out a lot of scenes uh, in at the uh, in the wedding scenes. So when my dad was coming in to do his scenes with Marlon, they hadn't met. There was no rehearsal. Okay, so their rehearsal was like doing a run through seconds before they were shooting. Yeah. So Marlon said, "Who who's shooting? Who's Al Mar- Who 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 are we getting for Johnny Fontaine?" And Francis said, "It's it's Al Martino." And my dad heard Marlon say, the singer? <laughs> yes. Oh. And then Francis said, we need to make this one work. So my dad still had some time before his scene went on. Um, and, the, and he heard Marlon say, well, there's only one way it'll work is if you, you have to get him drunk. <laughs> so my dad has balls. And he went down to the street corner or whatever, and he bought bourbon. And when a scene came on, he said, all right, Marlon, you take the first drink. I mean, it was so ballsy and so gutsy and so amazing, and Marlon loved it. And they did drink the whole bottle. (laughs) Now, this is something... I'm just I'm gonna wrap this up because I know we have a lot to talk about. When they did that scene, yes, they were... I'm pretty sure my dad was... Pretty tipsy, and Brando. They <laughs> well, both yeah, got but he, you know, he, he's a pro. You know, yeah. Like, um, so uh, uh, I don't think Dad was quite ready for that slap because it was. <laughs> it may have been that Marlon said to get him drunk because he was gonna really hit him, and I think he wanted a reaction oh, that I wouldn't see. have that he could have just could have landed a little softer with the, with that with a little drink, you know. Interesting. So he didn't see it coming because it wasn't in the script. So I think the improvised. script said that, that, that he was supposed to pull Dad's hair. 
But instead, he pulls him around the desk and he slaps him. And you can kind of see my dad go, like, oh, my God, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And then, you know, true. that's Marlon Brando for you. can you. be a man. Yeah. And then that <laughs> scene was one take. That was one take one scene. One take, one take. You can be a man. Yeah. And it's it's a pivotal, I mean, it's one of the biggest scenes. And it's it's really amazing. My dad told that story so many times growing up. Was he okay and after he got yeah, slapped? Yeah, no, or? he was slapping again. You're Marlon Brando. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, like, right. I mean, no, he... It, it, he Many years later, he told me that story again and again and again. And when my dad passed away, Tashin Books had put out this fabulous book on The Godfather. Yeah. And Shapiro, the photographer, who was the only photographer allowed on set, um, released photos from the movie that no one had ever seen. And there was a photo of dad and Marlon with that bourbon. And I just, I, it came full circle to me. And I got to meet the photographer, and he said, oh, I remember the scene. I was hiding behind the desk. So amazing. there's a photographer under there that was getting these shots. And, um Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Ha- have you told this story before? Yeah, I have. Okay. Yeah, but not th- to that detail. You got yeah. a really good story those, those from are, the Godfather. You know, those are the kind of things that, you know, when, when you're, I don't know, you haven't never made a movie before. I said, Dad, you've only made one movie, and yeah. it was that movie. Wow. Because he was not an actor. Right. You know, he he wanted to play that part because it was a singer that he could relate to. 